Hey everyone, welcome to Remap, my name is Jared, and today we're taking a look at the 2003 classic Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga by Alpha Dream. Now, I know what you're thinking, why am I reviewing a 20-year-old Game Boy Advance game? Well, it actually has a special meaning to me, I remember it fondly for being one of my favorite Game Boy games as a kid, but... I also remember it for being a game that I never actually beat. I never finished it. I got stuck on the ending, stuck on the final boss. So when I recently found my Game Boy and my old copy of this game, I thought I'd finally complete what I always wanted to do. Finally give it a full, complete playthrough and finish the game. For those unaware, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga is actually a turn-based RPG. It's not a typical side-scroller Mario game like you may used to be. As the name suggests, you play as Mario and Luigi as they explore the Bean Bean Kingdom to defeat the new foe, Kakaletta. And even though it's an RPG, it is a Mario game at heart, so there aren't really any spoilers for you to worry about, but even so, this should be a pretty spoiler-free review. And as always, these are my opinions and mine alone. So starting off, it's crazy now to look back at a time when games were 100% completed on release day. Every game that comes out now has day zero patches, day one patches, and ongoing updates as new issues are discovered. And I know Superstar Saga is just a handheld game. It's not the most intensive or complex game, but still, there is literally no way for them to patch out bugs or glitches, since the cartridge it's on is purely a physical medium. You are not downloading an update to a Game Boy. And all that is to say, the game ran perfectly. I played it on original hardware, the Game Boy Advance SP, not an emulator, and I experienced zero glitches or bugs. Just a smooth experience that I really wish was still the norm. And I think the game felt as smooth and tight to control as it did due to some of the best control design on the console. There are only two face buttons, A and B, and two shoulder buttons, L and R, with the A button being on the right-hand side, the B button being on the left. The team at Alpha Dream managed to design such a simple but effective control scheme with these limitations. A controls Mario. B controls Luigi, R selects Mario's abilities, and L selects Luigi's abilities. Separating and clearly identifying which buttons do what allows you to get to a point where you don't have to look at the console. You can just be playing the game, and if A comes up, you know to click A. But most importantly, if a red indicator comes up, you also know how to click A. You don't have to look around and go, oh, wait a minute, red, that means A. No, because red is always Mario, Mario is always A, and you just subconsciously know what button does what, because they don't overcomplicate it. It's very simple, very straightforward, and very intuitive. And the controls also feed directly into the combat with a unique timing mechanic I don't often see. In most RPGs, you select an attack, and a character does it. The effectiveness is purely based on stats and abilities. The only thing you control is what your selection is. In Superstar Saga, you also get to control the execution 
of the move. By pressing a button at the right moment during your attack, it'll do more damage. Whether that's a jump, hammer swing, fireball, or bros action. And the it, it just adds a extra element of interactivity and makes the combat more fun. You know, instead of just, oh, I'm getting into a battle. I'm just going to press A two times and win. No, you're actually paying attention. You're involved in it. And most importantly, these bros actions I mentioned, that's where the combat and this control scheme shines the brightest. These actions are multi-step animated attacks that both deal a ton of damage and are extremely satisfying to pull off. It turns into an awesome rhythm game of timing Luigi to shoot Mario into the air, only for Mario to swing around with his hammer. Everything is clearly designed to take advantage of what the Game Boy Advance has to offer. And even though it's a handheld game, there's a large, detailed open world to explore. There's this whole range from mountains to desert to ocean, and it's all visually distinctive. You know, clearly the underlying map design is similar in terms of breaking up regions into, you know, all right, you go in, there's a main area, there's one or two branching paths that lead to the next area. This underlying map design, it's all similar, but there's just so much visual variety that every area feels completely unique. And the bright colors they use help sell the fun story you play through. Because, you know, at the end of the day, this is a Mario game. It's not going to have the deepest, most heart-wrenching experience. They lean into some fun jokes, some character themes. And Mario and Luigi are more expressive here than in most of their games. They The developers fully embrace the lighthearted, fun tone that they have to work with. Now, the sound design is fairly limited, but there are some high points. The battle theme is an absolute banger, and no sounds are overused or actively annoying in any way. And all the enemy attacks are telegraphed visually rather than with audio, since the Game Boy Advance is a system that many people play without sound completely. You know, there's no headphone jack. You either play it with the speaker or, with, or without. So pretty much everything is designed visually. And that's the final thing I'd like to touch on, the enemy design, because it's excellent. Every element I've described so far, from the world locations, the controls, the game's performance, the sound, everything combines into a varied roster of enemies, each one of them with unique attacks that you have to dodge or block. And all of this combines into an incredibly designed and actually challenging final boss fight. You know, th- there's way more than just press A to dodge. I see why a younger version of myself got stuck on the boss because it's it's actually challenging. You've got to recognize and understand each attack since they all require drastically different time. The enemies help keep the game fresh from start to finish through my 12-hour playthrough, and it was just a great experience revisiting a game that I remembered fondly, but I wasn't sure if it would land 
as well as it did to me now. And I'm very happy to say it did. I had a, a wonderful time playing through this game. And overall, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga is an excellent Game Boy game that every GBA Advance owner should play. It's just a well-designed, fun, but simple RPG. It gets an easy A for me, and I only wish the, the, that the developer, Alpha Dream, was still around. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for bearing with the large delay between the last episode and this one. You have been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.